When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Ken Napsuck, and this is Daily Thrones, a quick look at the world of ice and fire. Recently, we took some time to honor Braun, one of our favorite characters, Sir Braun of the Blackwater, with some of our favorite moments. I thought we'd do it again with Varys, the spider. So over the course of the rest of this broadcasting day, though it's later in the day on the West Coast when I'm starting, and tomorrow, I want your calls and thoughts and comments about Varys. What are your favorite moments? What are your favorite moves? Do you trust him? Do you wish, like I do sometimes, that he was a merman? For me, it starts early on. One of my favorite moments is down in the Black Cells. It's not a funny moment, though there's a lot of funny moments with Varys. It is the moment he tells Ned Stark that he serves the realm because someone has to. It made so sense, so much sense at the time, and I then at the moment didn't necessarily trust Varys right at that moment. I, I still was figuring out it was a character. He was great. Conleth Hill's a great actor. You picked up, 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 pick up on that right away, but I still didn't know what to think of him. But in that moment, it made so much sense. It made sense that someone, someone in some position of power, though not the top dog on the chain for sure, but someone needed to think about the actual good of the realm, the good of the people. Was Varys that guy at the time? Again, I didn't necessarily believe it, but it was a, a good moment that made me think. There's been a lot of funny moments along the way. Uh, a lot of moments where uh, Varys uh, really comes through. He is uh, at times an unheralded hero and at times he's an uh, underrated villain one of my favorite funny moments even though it was not a funny scene necessarily was when he and Roz secretly met he showed up to surprise her to kind of uh, recruit her for his services and she's still thinking he was a normal man looking for some fun with a prostitute reached between his legs Conlon Hill delivers one of the best little uh, silent Reactions, sideways glances and smirks. It's funny stuff. Conleth Hill, if you see him in panels, is amazing. He is really funny, really witty. And I had the chance to meet him one point in the lobby of a hotel that I was staying at down in San Diego for Comic-Con. He just sat watching the fans line up for Maisie Williams and Sophie Turner, who were at the hotel as well. And I was walking back in, heading up to my room, saw him in the lobby. I just couldn't bring myself to talk to Varys. He just looked so peaceful and serene and also did i trust him what's your favorite memories of the spider what's your favorite moments what are your favorite moves let me know here on daily thrones we'll post the calls the rest of today and tomorrow it's an ode to the spider hey ken so i just finished watching Spaceballs this morning for the first time in a couple of years and my mind is now running on parody and the subject of parody and the subject of good parody, which is seemingly a rarity nowadays. I would really like to see a Game of Thrones parody somewhere down the line, but the twist is that I'd love to see it licensed by George R. R. Martin or, or HBO, whoever owns that ability. I'd love to see the parody be able to use the characters and names and places and, and just go full bore on it. Um, 
it really, you know, it really could be a Spaceballs for the, the fans of Game of Thrones, and I think that would just be amazing. Um, the other thing is that I, I may not like some of his films, but I think Seth MacFarlane would be a really good choice to tackle that. Um, I'm pretty sure he's a huge fan from what I've read online. Um, so just a couple of thoughts. Love to know what the audience thinks and what you think, Ken. Thanks for taking the call and have a great day. Thomas talking about parody and Game of Thrones. Could there ever be an official parody, a sanctioned parody at least at a high level? He cites Seth MacFarlane. You look at what they did with Star Wars. It was very successful. Look at Robot Chicken did with them. It could be something like that. Seth MacFarlane is such a fan of Game of Thrones. He actually dated Amelia Clark for a while, if I remember my tabloid gossip well. I would like to see that. Uh, parody can be done very bad. Spaceballs was great for me at the time. For me, I, I, it's one of the things that I have to admit. Uh, Spaceballs doesn't hold up for me as much as it does uh, other movies, but at the time, and, and I understand it's still classic for a lot of people. At the time, it was great, and it does have a lot of great things in it. So uh, in regards to Game of Thrones parodies, I actually was a part of one. If you go to YouTube and type in School of Thrones, you'll see a three-part web series uh, that was a parody of uh, basically season one and into season two of Game of Thrones. I am in there as Coach Balon Greyjoy. I have a, a cameo guest appearance in, I believe it's the second and the third episode. You can check that out, but that's a fun parody. And it was actually at the time received pretty well and was written by uh, a guy named Zach Grafton, who's a friend of mine who is a big Game of Thrones fan. He's one of the guys, actually, I sometimes go to if I have questions or theories. Uh, and uh, I had the chance to throw some uh, jokes and ideas in there well in the creation of the series, and it was fun. So could you see something like that on a larger scale? I don't know if we ever really will. Seems like George R. R. Martin does have a sense of humor about himself and about his world. He's not so uptight. He's very personable. He's uh, upfront on all the uh, news and knows what's going on. He's tapped in. So I could see him maybe taking part in something like that. That'd be interesting. Uh, one parody of, their, of Game of Thrones that I actually think is really good. I stumbled onto it at some point. It was going around, going viral. Saw a video clip of it. But it is a parody of Game of Thrones on Sesame Street. You can type that in on YouTube as well. And it is actually really good. It is uh, basically a game of chairs, I believe it's called. It's musical chairs. And it actually was a pretty funny and insightful parody of Game of Thrones. So they are out there. What are you guys? Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on parodies? Are there other parodies that I am not mentioning that you like? Some Game of Thrones uh, parodies, some Game of Thrones knockoffs, the poke fun. I always think it is. Uh, it's a good sign of fandom to be able to laugh and poke fun at the things you love. Star Wars fans, we we can be uptight, but we also love a good. Parody, whether it was Hardware Wars for me as a kid growing up, all the way to Spaceballs and beyond. Parody is uh, often born out of love. So what do you guys think about Game of Thrones and parodies? Let me know here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken, so talking about Varys. Varys is definitely a very, very interesting character. I actually think my favorite Varys moment was, is actually after the Battle of Blackwater when he talks to Tyrion and he, he basically says to him, you know, you'll get no praise in the history books about what you did, but there are those of us who will never forget and will remember what you did and that you basically saved the city with the wildfire because Varys knew without that the city was going to fall. And another thing with Varys that has just, it just fascinates me. I'm still fascinated by it. What was this voice that spoke to him 
when his private parts were thrown in the fire, and who was speaking to him? In season six, the Red Priestess Canarva says she was, you know, brings it up, and he looks very, very scared. It's something that's always fascinated me. Hey, Ken, it's Vic. My favorite Vera scene is from season three, when him and Tyrion are standing around talking about who tried to kill Tyrion at Battle of Blackwater, and Varys is standing around what looks like an empty crate, describing how he was cut. And at first I thought of Varys as this snoopy yet harmless busybody, but then he opens the crate and we see that sorcerer inside there, shaking and still barely alive, and I thought, wow, you better not turn your back on this guy, because if he ever gets his eye on you and wants revenge, then there's literally nowhere you can run. So it was a very pivotal scene and a turning point for the character in my eyes. I also think he delivers one of his best one-liners, which was, Influence grows like a weed. So that's my favorite Vera scene. Eric and Vic with two great calls about some memories and moments with Varys the Spider, who we're talking about here now on Daily Thrones, paying a little homage to the Master of Whispers. I love that scene at the end of season two. Varys and Tyrion had, had really formed a partnership during that season. They really were uh, the highlights. Uh, the, their, their conversation was some of the highlights of that season, which is why it, it means so much when they uh, when when Varys turns on Tyrion during the trial because he has to for protection for the realm because he won't forget he then also helps Tyrion escape along with Jaime Lannister so that is the complications of the very being of Varys he helps you and he can hurt you and it's hard to understand sometimes that was a great moment and yes i am too fascinated with that voice what is that voice that Varys and Varys heard, and Kinvara knowing it is fascinating as well. I wonder if we'll get that answer before he dies on Westeros, as Melisandre predicts. Uh, Vic's moment is great as well. Uh, I almost forgot about it when I was talking about Varys earlier in the day. I, I might have named it as, as my favorite Varys moment if I if I had stopped for a moment to think about it. But that that scene with Tyrion, and he's got the crate there, and I too I fell for it. It was a great scene, good dialogue. Varys lecturing Tyrion. Uh, but even then, as me as a Game of Thrones fan, I was like, I, I don't get the point of this scene. Good stuff, but I don't get the point. And then he starts, then you kind of pause, and like, oh, wait, he's he's opening that crate very menacingly. And it was, when it's revealed it's a sorcerer, it was when you go went from just kind of respecting Varys to fearing Varys a little bit. Baelish has always had that kind of fear side to him, that fear-inducing side. Varys has just been a harmless master of whispers. He'll help you, confuse you, but that's about it. Stan's good side seems like a good thing to me, but then he pulls that sorcerer trick. The long con, the long play, the long play for revenge and vengeance. Uh, yeah, definitely had to fear Varys at that point. What are your Varys memories? Call into the station. Let us know here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken, Kevin Ross. So let's talk about the great spider, Varys. My personal problem with Varys has always been that his idealism will never allow someone to permanently sit on the Iron Throne to rule. At the end of the day, unless he's the one sitting on the throne, the ideas that he doesn't agree with will always force him to replace somebody. So 
in in a real context, let's say it's Danny. Danny wins the whole thing and she's sitting on the throne, right? Or John or anybody. Well, when you turn the page, a problem is going to arise. I don't know what the problem is. You don't know what the problem is, but a problem will arise. And if that decision does not meet with Varys's through Varys's lens of, you know, for the people, Varys will do whatever it takes to knock that person out to solve that immediate problem. Varys's problem is his idealism. That's why, well, he's he's going to go. Thanks. Kevin with a, a bit of a counter to the respect we're paying Varys, but I know I know Kevin deep down respects Varys as well, but his point is valid. This could very much be Varys's undoing, much like say Baelish's undoing came in kind of his his own style and strategy finally catching up to him, finally backfiring. We saw that moment this season with Daenerys Targaryen challenging Varys. Wondering, who are you really loyal to? If you're loyal to the realm, then you won't be loyal to me. Varys claims he is now. But, in the back of your head, you have to be wondering. If I do something Varys disagrees with, will he then launch a very exhaustive, extensive, and detailed plan of revenge to remove me from power? It's a valid concern. We'll see if it's what, what gets Varys in the end. Thanks for your guys' thoughts on Varys. Send them more. If you got more thoughts about the spider, favorite scenes and moments, let's hear about it. Let's talk about it here on Daily Thrones. We'll also get back to some fun scenario stuff as well as we go into the weekend. It's always fun talking Game of Thrones with you guys here on Daily Thrones. Favorite the station so you don't miss the opportunity to. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.